the stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are continuing with our review of the player cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. This time around, we're taking a look at the Rogue slash Mystic multi-class cards. There are four of them. Ethereal Slip level 0, Ethereal Slip level 2, Blur level 1, and Blur level 4. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Just a quick reminder of how we rate cards here on The Whisperer in Darkness. The best of the best get an Elder Sign, while the worst of the worst get an Auto Fail, and the cards in between get a plus 1, 0, or Elder Thing respectively. Cards that you build around or are good in one particular investigator get a Bless Token, while cards that we believe are destined to end up on the optional list of taboos or that are just bad for the game get a curse token. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. The Arkham Horror LCG community is amazing, and these people have gone above and beyond to bring you content like these player card reviews. Speaking of amazing members of the community, special thanks to Didi Carrera, the latest patron to Embrace the Darkness. Thank you very much, Didi, for your support. It makes me really happy to know that uh, you find value in the content that we create here at The Whisper in Darkness. Support from patrons like Didi lets us do one of my favorite things here on the channel, and that is giveaways. And I'll be announcing a new giveaway soon. Stay tuned for that. If you'd like to be amazing like Didi and support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Coleman Rochitti for the amazing art that graces the channel. Nicole Fiscus for the new Whisper in Darkness logo that graces the podcast, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for the intro as well as the overlays. Thank you very much. I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. We are back with our reviews of the player cards in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. We are making our way through the multi-class cards, which brings us to the Rogue and Mystic cards. Not uh, many of them to talk about, uh, just two cards, both uh, a, uh, both have upgrades. We're going to start off with Ethereal Slip. It's a two-cost event with a willpower and uh, agility skill icon, spell and trick traits. Choose a non-elite enemy at a revealed location up to two connections away. Swap places with this enemy. When I uh, saw this card, I can think of one situation when I would have liked to have this ability, and that is during the Doom of Etsli, when you're making your way back out of the uh, out of the temple, the ability to swap places with that enemy, with an enemy in front of you, would be nice. Honestly, I can't think of many other situations when I would want this effect. What do you guys think? Yeah, the issue with this card is that well, there's a few issues. One, it requires a non-elite enemy on the board. And two, it requires that that enemy is two locations, up to two locations away from you. And three, it also requires that you want to be at that enemy's location. And then, even at best, you're trading two resources and a card for two movement actions. Oh, right. So and that, that location has to be on. revealed. Yeah, which I think is yep. for me that's the killer on this card. If it was yep. just a location, okay. Yeah. But the fact that at least in solo play, it's just like how many times is there going to be an enemy at a revealed location that I actually want to go back to? Even if it was any player. location, okay. You know, something spawns in front of me, fine. 
but yeah this has I this think, card has so much working against it it's i think the one case i could see for this is that it lets you bail out a friend who's not at your location let's say yeah the seeker draw the seeker for example draws an enemy you as the rogue can basically bail them out by swapping places with that enemy it's like the one case i can see for this but it's so specific if you want it for the movement i think uh just play scout ahead instead you get three you get you spend one and you get three movements which is more than this and then i think in a general sense be, i think i would rather play i mean yeah it's a little more action intensive to go catch up with the seeker in that illustration i gave but i'd rather play like cheap shot something that just works regardless of the situation rather than having to have this sit there and sit there in your hand and wait to do something the effect kind of reminds you of bait and switch the survivor um the survivor card that you probably don't even remember what it does because you've never played it or think so, on your feet oh yeah or think on your feet yeah that's also another very specific very specific card that doesn't do enough mm -hmm. and it's yeah. like even that scenario that you mentioned right the seeker is like a couple of locations away from you and you need to move yeah. and like deal with the enemy just play spectral racer you get an engage and three damage on the enemy and then that's it's true. dealt with that's permanently true. yeah that's true i was uh, just... thinking about other situations and and there was one i came up with and that's if you're playing the essex county express and say you're playing in multiplayer some of the group has forged ahead they've revealed a couple train cars you're a little bit behind the agenda is about to advance there's potential for you to be sucked out of the train the group ahead of you has been engaged by one of those grappling horrors you swap places with that grappling horror suddenly you're back up with the rest of the group the enemy has been dealt with hooray everybody wins mm -hmm. But is that one situation enough to prevent me from giving this a tentacle? Yeah, and then on top I of that, I don't think so. If and on top of that, the card does nothing. If you know, if if you're if you're not in that specific situation, there's no or, there's no other function. It does nothing. It doesn't even yeah. have two two skill two matching skill icons. Like what the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a stinker. Yeah, it's basically until you have that non-elite enemy on the board, it's a willpower and agility skill icon. Unless you want to swap with that enemy. I mean, the swapping is kind of unique. It, we don't have a lot of cards that do this sort of effect. Bait and switch is a good call out because I think that one you is that you switch locations with the enemy next to you. Is that how it works? I, I, See, I, nobody so knows little, because gotta, nobody plays bait and switch. I gotta look it up right now. Here it is. Okay. Survivor, trick, one cost, evade. If you succeed, if the enemy is non-elite, evade the enemy and move it to a connecting location. Okay, oh. So it's so it's like you shove something away. Oh, okay. Doesn't even do what I thought it did. Oh, that's like it. arguably better because then the enemy is exhausted. Yeah, it's true. Oh, it's bait and switch th level three that lets you evade something that's next door. I mean, I, I could, mean, you could also maybe use this, say, I mean, dynamite blast as a thing. If you if there's an enemy at your location and you play this and then somehow swap places with another enemy. So now there are two enemies at that location and then you dynamite blast them. I was also thinking in like the devourer below, if somehow you did an amazing job in uh, midnight masks and there are very few cultists on the main path, it's like you could play this and like, ta-da, it's like 
that cultist is no longer at the main path and you are at the main path and now you have a, a clear shot at the uh, ritual site but again that assumes there are no other enemies at the main path which i don't think i've ever done well enough in midnight masks to guarantee yeah. that scenario so i mean i can come up with things to use this card on but uh I'm not impressed. I'm giving it a tentacle. If it let you disengage, not exhaust, not not auto evade, but if it let you disengage from everything at your location and then swap places with something two locations away, then I can see a use for it. But it doesn't. So I'm also going to give it a tentacle. Yeah, I just don't like <laughs> cards like this. It's a tentacle for me too. However, if you believe this card is amazing, well... You are in the minority. There is a level two version. It has, uh, it costs one. It has willpower and two agility skill icons. Spell and trick trade again. Choose a non-elite enemy at any revealed location and swap places with that enemy. This removes the whole up to two connecting locations away thing. Keeps the still has to be a revealed location. So I was thinking, of course, of scenarios like Echoes of the Past, where enemies spawn all over the map. But of course, this doesn't help you because none of those locations are revealed. That's not great. I mean, maybe this works with the explore mechanic in The Forgotten Age because locations in that campaign tend to show up revealed anyway so maybe there's something there i wasn't impressed by the the level the level zero version and uh, i can't yeah. see myself paying two xp for this it's like the, the the issues with the level zero card the enemy being non-elite and the location being revealed still stick with this card so it's like sure you may get an extra movement or two but for two experience it's not worth it I'm starting to think back to elusive. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like an elusive, except you can go to an enemy's location. Where elusive, mm -hmm. you can't go to a location with an enemy. This sort of like, yeah. well, here you go. It's like an elusive, but uh, it's backwards elusive. It's backwards yeah. elusive. Yeah, backwards elusive. You know, what I, you know what I did realize is that this is love. This is two XP, and the effect is pretty much strictly better than bait and switch level three. It kind of tells you how bad bait and switch is, is that they're power creeping it. And we're still going to give it a tentacle, right, guys? Oh, yeah. Without question. This card <laughs> still is bad. Yeah. I, you know, when I think back to all the games of Arkham Horror I've played, I don't think I've ever thought to myself, or very rarely, you know what would be cool right now? Swapping places with an enemy. Yeah, that has never really occurred to me outside of the Doom of Etsley, yeah. where it's just like, you know what would be cool right now to be able to swap <laughs> places with that enemy? Yeah, I think these are two cards which Arkham Horror seems to have quite a few of these, and I've probably mentioned this a few times during our card reviews, not just for this set, but for the revised core, is that there's like an alternate universe version of Arkham Horror where like enemies are hard to kill and cards like this actually have some use. You know, where you're trying to stay away from enemies, but that's not the Arkham Horror we have. Yeah, and the fact that this is non-elite is, again, non-elites are very common, but, mm -hmm. I mean, even when I think of the Doom of Etsley, potentially one of the enemies you want to swap places with is the Harbinger, and this doesn't help you with that, so tentacles across the board for Ethereal Slip, unfortunately. Not, uh, not an effect that I have been looking for 
in this game, but who knows? Maybe it will find a place at some point down the line. That brings us to Blur, level one, two cost asset that has an agility skill icon spell trait, uses three charges as an action if Blur has charges remaining, evade. For this evasion attempt, you may use your willpower instead of your agility, and you get plus one skill value. If you succeed, spend one charge, and you may take an additional action this turn. If you succeed by zero, take one damage, and it takes up an arcane slot. This is the final piece of the uh, the new Fight Investigate Evade Triad. This one reminds me a lot of uh, quick thinking from uh, way back in Undimensioned and Unseen. It's like you're getting three charges worth of quick thinking. You're getting the plus one skill value. You're getting the additional action. But the nice thing is you don't have to succeed by two. The question you have to ask yourself when you think about including this card in your deck is how often is that extra action going to be spent on something other than moving because if you're going to spend it on moving just play miss of Relier. because miss also has a much i would say a much easier effect to deal with than discarding a card versus taking damage as a mystic or a rogue true true so so if you're just using it to evade with a mm -hmm. plus one it's okay you know getting getting the movement which I think is probably 90% of the time what you're going to be doing. You know, maybe you use that second action to evade a second enemy or something like that. But apart from that, it just feels like miss to me. And that's kind of lackluster, especially for something I have to pay experience for. Yeah, I'm actually, I actually was thinking of it from the rogue side. Um, it actually reminds me of a uh, little-known card from uh, Return to the Path of Carcosa called Suggestion Level 1, where mm. that one is you evade and you add your willpower to your, to your um, athletics to evade. But that one doesn't give you any extra actions or anything like that. Compared to just straight up evading, you get plus one. So you, you're, spe you're, spending two you're spending two resources on an action to get an asset into play that is going to give you, okay, plus one. And then, so what you're really doing here is you're saying, I'm going to be evading things and I'm going to spend two and I'm going to give myself three actions. So you're playing this asset that's going to give you three actions. So it's like an Eon chart, but worse. Oh, it's way worse than Eon chart. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to be worse. Yeah, no, everything is. Um, okay, so if you think of it like that, where it's like, okay, I'm getting myself three bonus actions and I don't have to succeed by a million, uh, it's it's okay because it doesn't actually help you evade by very much unless yeah. of course you're using your willpower like if you're leo anderson oh that's a funny image leo anderson going hubba 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then blurring himself out it's fine i mean given that you're gonna evade being able to like buy yourself three actions for the cost of two like, that's, that's not too bad. Like, even in a solo situation, I guess, like, you're playing a solo rogue, it can kind of bail you out from those really killer situations in true solo where you get you get um, engaged by multiple things. Yeah, so this, like, kind of gives you that fourth action when you're getting surrounded. I think you can use it multiple times. Oh, yeah, even... Oh, you don't have to exhaust it. Yeah, so you can you can <sighs> blur one enemy, get an extra action, blur another enemy, get an extra action, blur another enemy, and then move. True. Yeah, that's true. So even like Finn kind of likes this because like given that you're using Finn's ability to evade, it's kind of like he gets a fourth action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is this isn't bad. I think this isn't bad. You mentioned the uh, comparison to to Mists, Nate, and and I think that is a good one because. 
I think you will if you are traditionally doing the whole I evade and move thing that that's probably what you're going to be using this for but I I kind of like this more than mists simply because with mists you are confined to moving with this you are not so say I'm at a location I draw an enemy during the ink uh, mythos phase but there's a clue I need to grab so this gives me the option to evade investigate with that free action and then move away with my final action or at least gives me another bite at the apple if i'm sketchy on whether i can actually investigate this location or not or you know gives me the move or lets me play an asset or something like that say the enemy is for some reason i need to kill this enemy it's and i need a weapon this lets you evade play the weapon go from there sort of thing so while I think you will probably use this to move a lot of the time, the fact that it doesn't necessarily force you to move, I think is pretty nice. Which is why I compared it to quick thinking in the the beginning. I think if it, if this wasn't confined to evading, man, this card would be just crazy, crazy good. But the fact that you have to, to evade something to get the extra action, that's... You know, depending on the scenario and the play state and stuff like that, that isn't necessarily going to happen all that often. So you're not guaranteed to get the three actions out of this. But if you're playing, I don't know, maybe there is a, a build in multiplayer where you're just dodge tanking everything. Throw some extra charges on this thing with uh, there's winds of power in this set. And if you can somehow draw winds of power. Uh, draw wins of power during your turn you can get that for free and then get the two charges on this i mean safina of course gets those events she can double up on those charge addition things so if you're playing like a an evasion safina deck that adds charges to this taking a ton of extra actions after you're evading enemies doesn't seem all that bad to me but well she is on the artwork she is mm. she is oh, the not not leo anderson some reason they decided <laughs> players would prefer to look at Safina than uh, than Leo. Yeah, and and we obviously have to mention Akachi, right? Because Akachi gets an extra charge, so yeah. it essentially turns that you know charge into an extra action, which is cool. How would we rate this one? I think initially I was kind of stuck in the mindset of looking at this as a one XP version of Miss, but I think I've kind of come around to it a little bit. I'm gonna give it a plus one. I think it's. It's solid. Like you were saying, like, yeah, most of the time you are going to be moving, but the fact that this gives you the flexibility to choose whether or not you want to move is nice. Also, if you fail the evade test, you don't lose a charge. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give this a plus one as well. The extra flexibility, I look at it as more like a rogue card, to be honest, uh, because it, it's, it's a rogue card that takes the sting out of having to pay that action tax to evade. Especially if you're playing solo and you have to evade something multiple times or you get you get jumped by multiple things. This will bail you out. So yeah, I'm going to give this a plus one. And in Finn, Finn can kind of use it as a weird way to make Leo DeLuca because exactly. he, gets, he gets the extra action to evade and then this mm -hmm. thing allows him to take whatever action he wants afterward. So yep. it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, and I can also see this combining well with like Lucky Cigarette Case. Um, mm -hmm. because you get that plus one and then that increases your ability to succeed by two and then you draw a card out of it and then you get to do something else. So it kind of leads to that action chaining rogue like skids or fin or yeah, I, I like this. I'll give this a plus one. 
I'm going to give it a plus one as well. I When I initially read this card, I was pretty high on it. I mean, the fact that Mystics don't have a lot of ways to, to get additional actions. And you mentioned you'd like this from the Rogue perspective. I like it from the Mystic perspective because Mystics just don't have access to additional actions. And the fact that, say, I get this down, I haven't drawn either my Fight or Investigate asset... I get jumped, I evade it, bang, I play my right of seeking or yeah, right of seeking or sixth sense or whatever asset I needed and I'm not losing any tempo out of that. I really mm -hmm. like that ability. I like the flexibility compared to to mists. You are paying some XP for this, of course, so we have the whole down the rabbit hole issue again unless you're playing Mateo or into the thick of it. But I just I, I I do quite like this card, and I think it's uh, I mean additional actions are always good, and the fact that you don't have to succeed by two or or really do anything, and you don't I mean you're never gonna waste a charge on this. Yeah, you're always gonna get the three actions as long as you've got the time to evade enemies, is uh, is pretty nice as well. So plus ones across the board for blur, which brings us to blur level four two cost asset willpower and agility skill icons spell trait uses four charges if blur has charges remaining evade for this evasion attempt you may use willpower instead of agility and you get plus two skill value if you succeed spend one or two charges and you may take that many additional actions this turn if you succeed by zero take two damage thoughts on the upgrade i think it's interesting Okay, this is all I'm going to say about it. Okay, I think it's really interesting that you only get two bursts of two actions. Then you look at Eon Chart, level four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. well, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, the fact that Eon Chart, you can use an action from Eon Chart to use Blur to get an additional action. Whoo, man. <laughs> two additional actions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can have, like you could have seven action turns on a regular basis with Blur and Eon Chart. That's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. back to Blur level four. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I personally feel like if I'm playing an effect like this, I feel like the level one version's probably enough. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, compare this to Miss of Rayleigh level four. Miss of Rayleigh level four. I've got it open right here. It gives you five charges. And you get plus three to your evasion attempt. And if after you succeed, you get to move to a connecting location. Five charges is quite a bit compared to this one's four charges. Yeah, I think um, Blur level one kind of does everything you need it to do. And taking yeah. two damage is a lot. That, that starts hurting. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Like, I could see myself using blur level one succeeding by zero three times taking three damage and being okay mm -hmm. i can't see myself using blur level four succeeding by zero four times and taking eight damage that i don't see myself being okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think blur level one gets the job done yeah i guess you can have i mean it can be useful for that burst turn where you just you know make all the things happen because you've got the you got the additional two charges mm -hmm. yeah four xp is a lot though i think we might have some other ways might have some other ways of achieving that 
I think this for that burst turn you're talking about is is pretty sweet, especially if you're at the end of a scenario and you need to cover a lot of ground quickly. You evade something, you move. You evade something again, you move. And mm-hmm. you can just keep, you know, if you and then if you need to finish it off with a double move somewhere and a resign, yep. this gives you that option. Yeah. Pretty nicely, which Mists does not do. Mists gives you the move, but not the not that resign, which as we've all experienced moving into that resign location and then being like, Well, I guess I'm waiting a turn. I have no actions <laughs> remaining, so I'm going right. to suffer through another encounter phase and uh, and hope I don't die in the meantime. I could see a speed riding Safina coming out of this. Or some sort of speedrunning rogue deck where you use this to evade something, get two charges, get two actions, and then use that to play, like, um, use one of them to play, um, oh, what's it, uh, Scout Ahead. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and then you still have another action. Yeah, I can see some, like, if you go for the big seven action turns, like if you're Skids or or Finn or Safina, I could see something like that happening. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like and especially if you're playing multiplayer where you can't really afford to leave your team behind like that i can see a blur level one basically doing everything you need so how do we rate this one i'm gonna give this one a zero you know like matt said the level one version is probably just gonna do you exactly what you needed to do yeah i agree zero because yeah there's no real need for the upgrade 4xp is quite a bit 4xp is quite a bit for what it does i think uh blur level one that that gets the job done you don't really need to upgrade it yeah i was tempted to give this one a plus one but the more i think about it the more i just getting one additional action a turn is fine getting two i mean that's that's very situational when you would need to get get two actions yeah you only get to do it twice like whereas if it had six charges then it's like oh now i get to do it three times yeah, I guess what you're paying for for that 4 XP is the option to take two actions. Yeah. That's what you're paying for. The skill value is nice. The downside is pretty punishing, I think, especially in investigators who might be interested in this, where two damage starts to uh, to to hurt quite a bit. But I suspect that if you are, like, what's Safina? She's got four willpower, four, yep. four agility. So she's evading at a six. Chances of you succeeding by zero, I think, if you're evading at a six, are fairly low since most enemies have lower evade values than they do fight. So I don't think you're going to take two damage that often, but mm-hmm. I can't remember what? offhand how much health Safina has, but you wouldn't want to screw that up all that often. Also at five. 4 XP, also at 4 XP, you get to consider um, Suggestion Level 4, which I think is a very underrated card. So suggestion level four, like Safina, even with no stat boost, she's evading at eight with suggestion level four. And if you succeed by two with suggestion level four, you don't spend a charge at all. So you get to keep doing it. It becomes your evasion engine over and over. Yeah, it doesn't give you extra actions, but it also lets you like dodge three attacks. So uh, let's hear V on chart and Safina. So well, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the end, I'll give this one a zero because... This one does seem kind of like a luxury upgrade. Yeah. The level one version does everything you need. And while those two additional actions seem pretty sweet, 
just taking, you know, four, three or four actions is probably good enough for most, for most players. And, you know, taking a damage if you happen to fail, isn't going to, uh, to be that bad. So yeah, I think, I think zero is, is good for this one. I could see some players upgrading to it. If you've got the extra XP, I don't find as a solo player, I have that option as often as I would like, but Hey, we've got in the thick of it now. So solo players in the have... thick of it, plus down the rabbit hole to get your little savings. That's right. You know? we have no excuses anymore. We're solo players are just rolling in XP. <laughs> In the thick of it, two arcane research and down the rabbit hole. Now all of a sudden you're getting like an extra three experience per scenario. Oh, and if you're playing Safina, I think I, I think I figured out a crack the code, guys. You play Safina because she's on the card. So you use in the thick of it to grab one copy of Blur, but also Sharon's Obel. You know, mm -hmm. on top of down the rabbit hole, and then you get yourself like a million XP. You're the Scrooge McDuck of XP at that point. I don't know if I'd play our arcane research and in the thick of it though or mental trauma <laughs> that's Why not? that's four trauma two, two trauma i'm willing anyway. two trauma is fine four even i start to balk at four trauma Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's gonna do it for our look at the rogue and mystic multi-class cards in the edge of the uh earth investigator expansion let us know in the comments down below whether you agree or disagree any final thoughts on uh, ethereal slip and blur sort of two cards at the opposite ends of the spectrum yeah i feel like you know rogue and mystic are like the two classes that really epitomize that kind of design in in player cards it's like they're either really good or they're really not good <laughs> and there's feels like there's very little in between <laughs> you're kind of right <laughs> okay but you know we got blur level one and that's pretty good so there's a little there's, that's that's nice yeah yeah blur blur is decent yeah ethereal slip play the other ethereal card that's gonna do it for this episode if you enjoyed what you hear remember to like comment and subscribe if you need to contact me i can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com i'm also on twitter at manfromlang until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer. Take care out there, and happy investigating.